Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Orire podcast, the podcast that tells African stories. I'm Halima. And I'm Ceci. And today we're going to take you through Nigerian street food. So this is like the definitive guide. Not really, but you know. Kind of a guide, yeah. Kind of, yes. So it was really, really hard to narrow down exactly what should counts when we talk about street food like what's the definition of street food here so we've kind of narrowed it down in a way so we're talking about food that you can buy on the street so food that you usually may not be able to buy in an eat in a restaurant but you can usually buy on the street yeah so so let's begin first we want to start with the food that we classify under the category of small chops as you know, this is a very important category in Nigerian food. Small chops is something very, I don't know, I, I don't want to say it's uniquely Nigerian. It's just made up of appetizers, but we're well, the only ones I know that call it small chops. And mm-hmm. people like basically just buy a bunch of appetizers in a pack or whatever to eat because it's delicious. And they also sell, serve small chops at parties and at weddings, right? Because it's it's just, it's a, it's a uniquely Nigerian thing. So, so what it falls small on Small chops is like a collection of various Nigerian street foods, right? Because it has puff puff in it. It has like samosa. So yeah. we, could, we can define it as like a collection, right? Of appetizers, I would say. Like, you of know. Nigerian, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes of sense. Of Nigerian appetizers. So, yes. Small chops, there's like six or seven things in an average small chops pack. People don't usually like everything in it. There's always something you like a little bit more than the others and there's a lot of debate on that for example some people really hate um masa and some people really yeah. hate puff puff which i don't understand because puff puff is life but let's go through one by one let's start with puff puff mm-hmm. so you probably heard us talk about puff puff a bunch of times on this podcast i personally love puff puff it's um fried dough balls so basically just balls of dough deep fried and delicious soft and tastes like little pillows in your mouth you know and small chops packs usually have many puff puffs um and that's usually what is there the most like uh, mm-hmm. in your small chop you probably have like four or five puff puff compared to the rest of the things on there probably because puff puff is the cheapest thing to make out of everything in a puff puff in a small chops pack because it's literally just sense. flour and sugar right and yeast yeah Again, I've told you guys multiple times on this podcast, um, don't listen to me for like recipes. Do not, <laughs> I'm not the best plug, but yeah. Then um, you have samosas. So samosas are like these triangle things. I, I think most have... people know what samosas are because you get mm-hmm. samosas in Indian cuisine as well. So I think we kind of borrowed that from them. So basically mm-hmm. it's deep fried triangles and the triangles are full of meat, heavily seasoned meat. And I don't know what else. And then it's wrapped in like some kind of pastry. And I think it's fried. like dough. Like the, the thing is wrapped in is made with dough. dough and water. Yeah, so it's basically the same mm-hmm. thing you used to wrap spring rolls that yeah. you used to wrap samosa. Which leads us to the next thing on in the small chops collection, which is spring rolls. Spring rolls are universal. I think lots of different places eat spring rolls. It's basically just a bunch of vegetables and meat, of course wrapped in a pastry and deep fried i really like spring rolls and they have onions in them (laughs) that was very random but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um then peppered gizzard i feel like this is in like rich people's small chops because i don't think a lot of small chop places have 
peppered gizzard. I always but get gizzard though. I, I, I always oh. like I, I feel like it's always in small chop. I don't know. If it's not gizzard, it's mm. like some kind of meat. There's always something that apart from chicken. Even oh. when you get small chops from like the street, you know, my mm-hmm. mom's office used to have this small chops place outside that I would just go and only buy puff puff and gizzard. Oh wow, that's so cool. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Many people don't eat gizzard, many cultures don't eat gizzard. Um, it's basically like I don't even know what is the gizzard. Is it like the throats? Is it like the the um where 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 in the chicken is the gizzard? I feel like it's part of like a chicken's heart. I don't know. I'm just oh, saying. Oh yeah, because you always yeah. you you mm-hmm. usually see the the gizzard and the heart together. Yes, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. But let's use let's you know let's Google so we can give you the most accurate. I really think it's part of a chicken's heart. But... So it is a muscle found in the digestive tract of a chicken. Um. <laughs> so yes, uh, it may not sound very appetizing, but believe you me, when it is coated in seasoning and fried. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Then there's usually like masa. So masa is just like mashed plantain. Well, mashed fried plantain. So they just like blend plantain and then they fry it. That's literally it. It's not bad comment. if you like plantain. Yes. Um. So mm-hmm. I-, I like plantain, but masa mm-hmm. is my least favorite item in small chops because for a number of reasons. First of all, I feel like it is, you know, kind of a fraudulent puff puff. Because when you look in the small chops pack, sometimes you can't pop-pop. really tell the difference. And you eat mm-hmm. something and you think it's puff puff, but it's not. It's masa. Also, why don't you just give me dodo? Why don't you just give me plantain? If you want me to eat oh, plantain, okay. mm-hmm. just give me plantain. Why do you have to disguise the plantain? It feels duplicitous. It feels like you're lying. Well, and then I'm we really indifferent about masa. I don't, I don't hate it and I don't like it. I'll survive without it. Then um, chicken, of course, everybody knows chicken. Yes. So it's usually just like some kind of roasted or fried chicken, usually like the drumstick. And it's nice. So yeah, that's what comes in the small chops collection. You're welcome. Uh, also, if you guys agree with me about how pointless masa is, you can sign my petition to remove masa from inside small chops. The link will be in the podcast. <laughs> Please I don't just... do that. You guys <laughs> should do that. Um, okay. Then, um, what next? So the next street food we're going to talk about is roasted plantain. Also known so as... So this food. is us graduating now. Small Chops is the little league, you know. Small Chops is just basic. Now we're going to the real oh, wait, street one food. One second, Ceci. Apparently it's called Mosa, not Masa. It's called Mosa. Okay. Apologies, guys. Mosa, not Masa. Although I'm sure that opinions on that differ because I've heard yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it both ways. I've heard massa, exactly. So roasted plantain, aka boli, which is roasted plantain. So usually this is roasted like in the open air on like a grill mm-hmm. by you know someone on the streets, and she's usually fanning the plantain as it roasts and it smells nice. It's also called boli. Um and it's eaten in different ways. So actually, Halima and I were just having a mini debate over whether roasted plantain or boli counts as a meal or a snack. Mm-hmm. Because there are two different ways that this is eaten, at least two most popular ways. Number one is with groundnuts. So roasted groundnuts, which is another street food we're going to talk about. And when you eat one boli or something with roasted groundnuts on the side, I think that counts as a snack. Um, 
because it's not really a filling meal, you know, and it's kind of dry. It's just it's just boring. So tastes good, but nothing special. But when you eat two or three bolly with fish, roasted fish and sauce, then it's a meal. This is this is my opinion on this. What was your counter? Well, um, mine is that bolly is a snack. No matter how you eat it, it's a snack because it's just weird. Okay, you, you're eating roasted plantain. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just in my head, right? But I get your point. I see how it can be a meal. But then, yeah, I mean, you, you, even if, if you forget that it's roasted now, won't you mm-hmm. eat plants? Do you not eat plantain as a meal sometimes or do you always eat as a snack? You have to eat plantain with something. Ah, right. I don't so think either so. Either plantain and egg. Have you ever eaten plantain? Well, yeah, of course you eat. You eat it with egg, yes. Or plantain and rice. It's part of the or... meal. Mm. I think rice and plantain is different because in when it's rice and plantain, plantain mm-hmm. is the side. But when it's plantain and egg, plantain is the meal and egg is the side. Side. Oh, well, I see where you're coming from. I just, I just think plantain should be categorized as a snack. But that's me. Anyway, you guys, tell us your opinion. Is plantain mm-hmm. a snack or is it? A I think meal? it's a subject. Is Bolly a meal or is Bolly a snack? Let's move on to Dundun, which is one of my favorites. Dundun is fried yam. And I don't know if you guys have listened to this episode yet, but there was an episode where Halima, I have to say, really, really surprised, shocked me. I was flabbergasted. Because I don't know why people eat Dundun. I don't even know why they sell it. Maybe everyone should sign my own petition that we should stop making Dundun. Yeah. I don't know who would sign such a petition. Um, I don't know because it's like you don't want good things in your life. Anyway. Oh, please. Dundu is fried yam. Yam is one of the great wonders of the world. Specifically, it's one of the great wonders of Nigeria, of West Africa. Hmm. Because there are so many different ways to eat it. But the way that they eat it as a street food is dundu fried yam, which is served with like a palm oil sauce or some atadindi or something. <clears throat> which is like <laughs> fried um, pepper stew. Very delicious. So now we move on to um, granuts. Yeah, boiled granuts. It's literally just boiled granuts. You just boil granuts. <laughs> I don't know. How else am I supposed to explain? Yeah, you so boil peanuts. Granuts. So basically it's yeah. peanuts and you boil them um, with salt. And I don't know how such a simple thing should turn out so delicious. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand. And specifically, the only time you can eat boiled granuts is in Nigeria's rainy season. Because that's when, I don't know, but that's when they sell it. It's always when it's raining. Oh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah, and it's so delicious and it's so mm-hmm. addictive, guys. Like, you can eat, yeah. you buy, like, honestly, I can eat so much boiled granuts. And I used to get, like, so many zits. I found out, though, that it's also a Southern thing. Like in in um like the southern parts of America, boiled granuts are a thing there. You can even buy boiled peanuts, um, canned boiled peanuts, hmm. and it, it tastes just like boiled granuts. So for those of you who live somewhere in the south of America, tip for you. Then we have roasted granuts, which is exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah, it's just granuls that's roasted. Again, making this very <laughs> simple for all of you. Yes. So in the northern parts of Nigeria, we have been reliably informed. Um, there's a street. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't know if we can call it a street. So basically, Misha. Mesha. Um, Mesha. Is it Mesha? Okay, Mesha. They sell bread and egg and tea. Meshai. Like okay, it's Meshai. It's pronounced Meshai. 
I feel like we're really butchering this word, but anyway. Meshai. Meshai. Bread and egg and a delicious tea, which Mm -hmm. we've been told is really good. So you can buy, I think that basically counts as a whole meal on the go. I feel like you're westernizing this thing. I don't think Nigerians have... I don't know. I feel like we just eat, right? No one thinks, okay, I just eat a meal. Everyone is just like, okay, I just eat this thing. No, I don't think so. We we know we know meals and we know we snacks know meal- in Nigeria. I feel we know like everything is just food. Like no one like differentiates between a meal of and of course a snack. they do. If you eat boiled granuts. Oh, okay. Still- yeah. Well, of course, like that one is different. But there's something like bread and egg and tea. This is probably something that people will buy on their way to work. And I don't think they'll eat again that morning. Well, true. Then you have Zobo. Like, I, I really like Zobo. So I'm excited to talk about this one. And Zobo is just made, it's just a drink. It's made with um, I think hibiscus leaves, um, pineapple, sugar. What else? Um, yeah, that's it. And then you boil it and then you strain it, you strain the liquid out and you just put in the fridge and that's it. It's really nice. Everyone should try Zobo. Some people typically add ginger and yeah. And some people add like other flavors like <clears throat> strawberry or orange or whatever. But the, the point of Zobo is just hibiscus, sugar and pineapple. That's it. And then you have Kunu. There are different types of Kunu. There's Kunu. There's Kunu Aya. There's, I don't know. There's are different types. And then Kunu is made with, I think, millet, right? Um, I like, think it's yeah. tiger nuts. In... No, that's Kunu Anya. Oh. That's the tiger nuts one, yeah. Then I know the normal one. I think it's made with millet. I think so. I'm not sure. Let me check. Yes. It says it's usually made from a grain, like millet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it for Kunu. So it's a drink as well. It's very so nice. So Kunu is basically kind of horchata. Um, so horchata is... Um, I think a South Mexican, American yeah. or Spanish um, drink that's made with tiger nuts as well. Or at least in Spain, it's made with tiger nuts, but it can be made with other kinds of grains too. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have one of my favorites, suya. <laughs> suya is like the king of street food. Suya. Mm-hmm. suya is the um, night king of street food. Suya is just like beef. Pepe no, beef. no, 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 you can't. You can't, you can't buy suya like that. First of all, there are so many things. You have to set the right atmosphere. So oh, okay. suya, you can only eat suya from evening time to night. In fact, I don't believe that you can find suya during the day, usually. Because the people who make suya, they only come out from like 6 p.m. <laughs> it's it's yeah. honestly, that's how it is. So usually you already know where they sell suya in your neighborhood you know what time they open mm-hmm. and it's usually people from i think the north who have this skill to to like i don't know to carve the meats to season the suya to know the secrets of how to season the meats to create mm-hmm. suya so suya is not just the beef though suya is basically like various parts of the cow so it's it's usually the um I mean, yes, most people just get the beef, which is so boring. But if you really, really want to go into suya, it's all the other parts of suya that make it so delicious. So suya is seasoned with like a secret <laughs> suya mixture, which is passed down 
And to be honest, most people have kind of already fi- figured out what it is that they used to spice suya. I feel so, like yeah. it's just yaji. So if you're in northern, right? And apparently in the north, suya is made from like 12 p.m. up until like late in the night. So, um, oh, so it's only that in information. South. Yeah, but in the west, I think. Yeah, in the south or something. Yeah, I feel like we were just taking the night. But anyway, um... What's, what was I even saying? Okay, I was talking about the ingredients. So it's basically yaji. And yaji is just like this pepper mi- pepper mix. I think it's made with like Cameroon pepper, corn thing. Honestly, I don't know what yaji is made from, but that's what so, they call it. Yeah. From research, and yeah, I have found that it includes some kind of combination of um, pepper, bouillon powder, ginger, garlic mm-hmm. powder, onion mm-hmm. powder, paprika, and like blended roasted peanuts good allegedly i really okay. think there's um there's like roasted peanuts in yaji because if you taste to yeah you can you can tell that there's some sort of corn in it or nuts rather no nuts, corn. yeah yeah anyway so whenever you try so yeah make sure you try a combination get the kidney the liver get the tripe you know the tozo what do they call it mm-hmm. with your with your beef and also try chicken suya just just go Ooh, out there and try everything chicken I suya is chicken also suya. delicious oh my goodness but yeah suya is really nice and then we we move on to like a family of suya kilishi so kilishi is very very no not very similar to suya but is why suya is like really moist when you bite on it it's just like it's like moist type of meat, but then kilishi is very dry. It says it goes. So it's like kilishi is basically suya, mm-hmm. just dried. Yeah. Um, and it's similar to beef jerky. So except much better. <laughs> and then um and abacha. Now I, I personally, and no offense to anyone, I don't I don't get abacha. Like, why are we eating it? So it's just like I don't even know what it's made with, but I know it's sold on the streets and then it has like leaves and pepper and spices and it's just raw and people eat it. I don't know why they eat it, but yeah. Have you ever tried abacha? I don't like it in case you guys don't get so. So abacha, aka African salad. Oh no, it's made. That's what they call it too. It's primarily Mm. made of cassava. So it's like shredded cassava um and there are a lot of variations mm-hmm. to abacha but typically it's served like with some kind of roasted fish i think has been my experience and then like a side of onions and some vegetables many people really really enjoy abacha um i think i've only tried it once to be honest i can't really remember how i felt about it i'd be willing to try it again just so i can make a different opinion and then they use like um garden egg leaves as garnish i believe mm. and then we have um up next we have okwa so um okwa <laughs> i don't know how to describe this today i saw a tweet i want to try mm-hmm. and find the tweet about okwa so this is not my opinion but i saw a tweet where basically somebody was like what does okwa taste like does it taste like moimoi and then someone replied that no you will go to okwa expecting it to taste like moimoi and all you will taste is disappointment i'm paraphrasing here oh wow so, this is not my opinion this is a tweet that i saw i Aww. promise you um because i have never personally tasted okwa same but 
Okpa is made of some kind of flour. I believe it's not flour. And then there's palm oil, crayfish seasoning and salt. And it looks kind of, it's like a solid, I don't know how to call it now. I don't know. It's made with a special type of bean. So similar to moi moi, which is made with beans, okwa is made with okwa beans, <laughs> which are also called bambara beans. And people say that the beans are really delicious. So um, you put palm oil, and palm oil is what gives it that yellow color that it has. Um, you guys should Google to find out more. O-K-P-A, okwa. And next up, we have roasted corn. I really, really like roasted corn. So I'm really excited to talk about this one. So it's basically just corn that's roasted on the streets. That's it. And then people just like sell them. And I know that it's it's seasonal. And you, you don't find them like throughout the year. I think they come out in like April, right? I don't remember the exact month, but I know they come out like at a specific time each year. And roasted corn is just found on the street. You can buy it from anyone selling it on the street. And some people usually buy it with, I think, ube, right? Like Or coconuts. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, or coconuts, yeah. But so, honestly, I think you should eat roasted corn by itself. It's just amazing. So ube, which Halima mentioned, is... Really hard to describe what it is. I don't think there's an English word for it. Basically, it's I similar think it's to pear. a pear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I think purple. It pear. Yeah, and it is so delicious. So basically, it's a purple, tiny pear, and it has kind of taste and texture of pears. You eat it with the skin and all, and you eat it with corn, roasted or boiled. Mm. Boiled corn, personally, is my favorite, Ooh. and it's my my favorite way to eat. Ube. I can eat. Boiled corn and ube, like, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think roasted corn is be because it's just amazing. Like, your entire mouth is going to hurt after eating it. But exactly. It's worth it. That's, but that's what makes it nice. It. That's what makes I it very, like very nice. Food should not be so difficult to eat. Like, it shouldn't be so complicated. <laughs> I think I love the chaos of roasted corn. I really love anyway, it. Anyway, so it's chaotic people that like roasted <laughs> corn. Meanwhile, reasonable, sensible people like boiled corn. Oh, please. And then next up, we have egg roll. Is this a pastry or a street food? I think it's a street food because you can find it on the streets. Yeah, I think it's a street food, although it is a pastry as well. But then the thing is, restaurants don't really sell egg rolls. They sell scotch eggs in Nigeria, in my experience. So egg What's roll the difference is like... between egg roll and scotch egg? Okay, that's a very good question that you I asked. Think it's all... I think it's like so, the same thing. No, a scotch egg is mm-hmm. kind of, the egg is covered in like a sausage coating or pork, you know, round pork coating oh! or ground beef coating. And then it's rolled in like flour, eggs, breadcrumbs, mm. and fried. Whereas with egg roll, the egg is covered in pastry. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then it's, yeah. So oh, okay. personally, I prefer yeah. scotch eggs. I'm not a big fan of egg rolls, but, you know, needs must and all that. I don't like either egg roll or scotch egg, but I don't know if you guys can tell, I'm very picky to some extent, so. Yes, Halima doesn't like yam, guys. Anyway, oh, I'll never, I will never <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Then next up, I really like this one. So we have akara. So akara is just blended beans with... I think we've spoken about akara on this podcast before. Yeah, because we had an mm-hmm. episode where we talked about beans and like the yeah. different way beans are eaten, I think. Um, and akara is basically blended beans with scotch bonnets and Pepper. onions. 
Um, yeah, and then it's fried, so it's deep fried, and it's delicious. Like a little deep fried bean cake. Very, very. I feel like a lot of people, yeah. or some people, are used to like akara is a thing in my house that usually you can expect to eat on Saturday mornings. I, I you know, there's some Nigerian foods that on certain days of the week or at certain times, that's when you guys expect something. I think everybody had the same food timetable, even though we didn't always follow the timetable. Like Sunday morning is yam, Sunday afternoon slash evening is jollof rice. Saturday morning is akara or beans. Anyway, <laughs> that's my own recollection. Yeah, and then akara can be eaten with bread, mostly agigi bread or pap, pap. custard. custard. Mm-hmm. So akara, I consider akara a meal. Clearly, I have my own definition of what a meal <laughs> is and what like a snack is. I think it's but, both. Mm-hmm. I think it depends how you're eating. Like if you're eating akara at home on you know in the morning at mm-hmm. breakfast then it's a meal but then if you pass by an akara seller on the street and you just buy a few then it's a little snack true and then um next up we have agege bread so this is just bread but it's like really soft and it's just so nice and you want to eat it when it's hot when it's just out of the bakery agege bread is honestly one of the best things about nigeria so that's it. I wholeheartedly agree. I get bread is the king of breads. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is that makes it so unique. I have tried so many times. I'm somebody who read, like I enjoy cooking and baking, and I've never been able to recreate agege bread just like exactly the same way it is back home. I don't know what the secret is, but basically people hawk agege bread in the mornings, and that's mm-hmm. usually when you can buy it. And most people buy and use it for their meals. There are so many different ways. You can buy agege bread. There are many different types of agege bread too. Like there's the, my favorite type of agege bread, there's the normal agege bread, which is just like a little rectangle, right? A little mm-hmm. rectangular cube. Then there's the agege bread that has like two humps. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> that one is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And that... I can talk about agege bread. We should do an episode. And how how bread. you can spot like authentic agege bread is the one that doesn't have a brand name on it. So ones that don't come in like nylons or bags or whatever, just like normal ones that hawked on the streets with just no nothing, like no sort of protection. That's like the authentic agege That's bread. That's when you know. But you know what? That What does that say about our food standards? I don't know, but it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. I really love agege bread. Oh my goodness. Next up, we have. Hmm. I think we should talk about gala. You can't talk about street food without talking about gala. Gala is one of the street food champions, you know. Gala is specifically mm-hmm. the, oh, the street food that you buy in traffic. So basically, it's it's like a, people sell it in traffic, it's packaged, it's a packaged little sausage roll, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there was a time gala and lacassera was the perfect combination. Because as if you are from Lagos or you've ever lived in Lagos in Nigeria, you know that traffic is one of our biggest issues. And people spend people spend their lives in traffic. Like people probably spend maybe one fifth of their lives in traffic, in traffic. on the way to mm-hmm. work, on the way back from work, on the way to school, on the way back from, you know, in between. God, so, like so much traffic. Why? So much traffic. Like, you ah, know, people wake I up. I have PTSD just remembering traffic. Oh my goodness. People have school at 8.30, they wake up at five, they leave home at six and they're in traffic for two and a half hours. 
people are in traffic for like it's, it's a whole thing anyway so this is why we have a whole traffic culture where you can mm-hmm. buy so much in traffic you can buy i have seen people sell puppies in traffic like oh yes nothing you can mm-hmm. buy in traffic <laughs> in, in traffic <laughs> and the most one of the most popular traffic items probably is gala which is this little sausage roll and it used to retail at some point for just 59 i think and you buy gala and you buy like a Sarah for another 50 or was it 100 or was it 70 at some point and that combination was fire and at that time there used to be a solid amount of sausage in that pastry mm-hmm. and as time has gone on the amount of sausage in that pastry has reduced <laughs> and reduced and the price of the pastry has increased and increased mm-hmm. um and then now there are so many different knockoffs so gala was the authentic the original the first but now I don't even know if gala is still a thing because they're like 10 different brands yeah anyway um so that wraps it up on nigerian street food this has been a really fun talk for me guys i'm sure you can tell because we have been talking with excitement because i love food and i love to talk about food so this has been a fun talk anyway thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to like comment subscribe stay notified leave comments what else share with your friends family your community basically and yeah if you want to come on this podcast just send us an email at info at oriri.com so oriri is spelled o-r-i-i-r-e then check us out on instagram and twitter while oriri underscore africa and oriri is spelled o-r-i-i-r-e underscore africa and check out our website at oriri.com so oriri once again is spelled o-r-i-i-r-e and yeah thank you so much for listening everybody talk to you next week i guess bye Thank <laughs> you.